630 Chad This Morning Podcast with Stacy Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre. And you know what? Keep your radio on. Yep. It's important, even though it may feel a little uncomfortable for some of you men. I think it's a really important discussion to have. You can you can just sort of you can get your wives and your kids and your grandkids, um, if your grandkids are uh, in the teenage years and beyond. And it's a it's it's something about the human body that makes people a little Squirmish. Look, we're going to talk about menstruation. Yeah, Guess what? Half the population on the planet menstruates. It's how life is created. It's what biology and reality is. So why wouldn't you talk about it? And some of the issues that, that women in our lives have because of menstruation, because of menopause, because of all of the things that go with it. So, yeah, I'm going to jump in on this conversation, even that. though I'm not a woman, because when we're talking menstruation, nobody puts Daryl in the corner. <laughs> Well, that's fantastic. Yep. So if Daryl's going to listen to it, you're going to listen to it, and you're going to learn something because she is an incredible um, educator. Whether you're seeing her on TikTok, whether you're seeing her on Instagram, Dr. Jen Gunter, she's written a couple of books. In fact, I have one of them in my car right now, The Vagina Bible. She may think that's a little weird, hmm. but I'm really... Uh, well, I'm really honored and I'm really excited to welcome Dr. Jen Gunter on the show. She has a new book out called Blood. Good morning, doctor. Good morning. How you doing? Blood, the science, medicine, and mythology of menstruation. Boy, that's, that's, a, that's a mouthful. It's... <laughs> well, yeah, it is. But you know what? A title's got to say what it is. And I, you know, I want to get the facts out there. I want people to have the knowledge to debunk the garbage and, you know, to empower them. We're going to get uh, people to keep their radios on right now. And I, I know in the past I, I, I did this this whole thing on um, uh, reusable pads and, you know, dropping the stigma and also uh, biodegradable tampons, those sort of things. And my friend said to me, I loved your piece, but we were in the car and my husband said, you have to turn this off. Why do you think men should keep their radio on right now? Well, I would say what bad thing do they think is going to happen to them? Are they going to spontaneously combust? You know, like there's nothing that it's just biology. It's no different than talking about an ACL injury or an ankle sprain or COVID. You're talking about something that's happening to the body and it's, it's medical and people should know about it because nobody is ever served by learning less about their body. Mm-hmm. So where did, where did this, this, this hesitation, call it squeamish, call it discomfort or whatever, where did that come from? Well, I mean, it's a combination of, you know, since the beginning of time in, you know, it's certainly in Western society, menstruation has been viewed as, quote, quote, evidence that the female body is toxic, right? So the idea was you were releasing toxins, you know, it was, it, it was a sign of being inferior to men. You, you throw in some Victorian prudishness on top of it. And of course, you know, we have this societal squeamish that squeamishness that somehow if we teach people about how their bodies work that that somehow something bad is going to happen that you know that they're going to go out and i don't know everybody's just going to run out the street and have sex i mean and if they want to that's fine but you know nothing nothing bad is going to happen by learning we have science to tell us this but women have taken on this shame because I know that I'm probably not alone by, by tucking those tampons in my sleeve because God forbid anyone know. I would never do that to a Band-Aid if I had a, you know, I had a cut. I would walk around with a Band-Aid just open and not hidden. Uh, do you see any of that changing? 
Yeah, I mean, I call that the tampon Olympics, right? Um, and, uh, you know, it, it is slowly starting to change. I think we're seeing people talk on social media about their period. We see advertisements now. You know, there's um, stores, I think it's for Thinks, you know, um, one of the uh, reusable uh, menstrual uh, underwear and the Southern Continent's underwear, too. I've seen stores for those. You can actually walk into a store um, that has products for menstruation. So we're starting to see change, but, you know, there's been a lot of capitalism on that shame with the um or capitalizing on the shame you know with that whole feminine hygiene industry uh is this is this an age and attitude kind of thing or are we seeing sort of demographics with different attitudes i think it's slowly changing but it's glacial you know i mean certainly my mother's generation didn't even know menstruation happened they you know my mother woke up and was covered in blood she didn't even know that was coming um my generation i think knew it was coming but knew very little about it you know it's starting to change but it's it's pretty slow considering especially how many ways we have to disseminate information these days you mentioned feminine hygiene products Mm -hmm. you have a problem with that don't you Oh, I hate that word. I hate it for so many reasons. I mean, first of all, it ties those products to the problematic feminine hygiene industry, which has got douches and sprays and all kinds of things for odor and that you don't need. And there's nothing disgusting or dirty about the process. It's not any dirtier than having a nosebleed, right? But we don't have we don't have a whole grocery store aisle of things for nasal hygiene, right? So there's that. And then there's the word feminine. I mean, the idea that, you know, when I was 16 and menstruating, I didn't think myself it's feminine i would have liked if there were like pads with dinosaurs on them right um but you know there are there are trans people who menstruate there are non-binary people who menstruate and you know what there's 10 year olds who menstruate and do we really want to be mm-hmm. thinking about a 10 year old it's feminine right so and then it's a euphemism when you can't say a word the implication is it's dirty so we should just call them menstrual products that's what they are Easy breezy. Uh, what do yeah. men need to know? What, what do men need to know about this great mysterious world? They should know it all because you know what? First of all, you're here because somebody had a menstrual cycle. Um, you, there's a good chance that you love somebody who has a menstrual cycle, whether they're a good friend, whether they're a partner or lover, whether they're your child. And, you know, we're all served by learning more. You know, there's so many, uh, so many people have told me, so many guys told me that they actually read the book and their wives were thrilled. They felt that they were seen, that they actually were taking an interest in something that has really affected the person they love. And, um, you know, I'll say, you know, my 20 year old son, he keeps pads and tampons in his bathroom at university in case, you know, any of his friends need them. I mean, we can all be allies in lots of different ways. And learning is a great way to be an ally. Uh, our sports guy told the story earlier today about uh, his his sister and his mother talking about, oh, I need you to go to the store to pick up chocolate Some yes lady, lady chocolate yeah lady chocolate <laughs> we can't even say the words and so now it's become a bit of a joke but uh, for dads out there uh, f- you know having the conversation with their girls and and you know making sure that they aren't stuck with that stigma their entire life is important Right. And don't you want to know, like, the things that are happening to your child? Like, if you're a parent and you read this book, then you, you know, you can say to your child, you know, oh, gosh, it sounds like your period might be really heavy. Maybe we should go to the doctor. Or, boy, you have more cramps than I think is normal. Maybe we should go to the doctor. Like, don't you want to be empowered to help your child? And what about, oh, you're grumpy. You must be, it must be your time of the month. 
Yeah, well, you know, we, we can't be pushing people off as being hormonal, right? Um, but we also need to respect that there are some people that have PMS. And mm-hmm. so knowing that that exists and knowing more information about it and learning about it in an intelligent way, not in some sort of sophomoric way on the streets or right on social media. Like if you're a parent, don't you want to understand the experiences of your children? Uh, what are some of the other myths that come out? Because I think PMS is a real thing, and people can be If I'm not feeling well, and I and I, I've, I'm going to be cranky. That's just the nature of the beast. I think. Are there is or is that a myth, or are there other myths that we should be aware of? So, so PMS is a real thing, um, and then there's PMDD, which is a much more severe form of it, premenstrual dysphoric disorder, which affects much fewer people. Um, a big myth is that people don't sync up their cycles. Lots of people think they do. So if you put a whole bunch of women together and they all have their period and they're all, you know, living together or working together, they're not going to all have their periods at the same time. That's a myth and that's been proven to be a myth. Oh, there are people who will stand by that till the death. It's true. It happened to me. I've heard it a billion times, several times. Yeah, it's true. And it's just math. Um, If you take two randomly occurring phenomena and sort of line them up side by side, they will intersect at some time. So, um, you know, so yeah, so definitely um, that's a myth. The color of your menstrual blood doesn't mean anything. You know, that's a myth. So, um, so yeah, so lots of myths out there. And if you read the book, you'll learn a bunch of them and you'll also know how to combat them. As a woman, how do we get rid of that stigma? Because I don't think there's anything more mortifying than sitting down in a chair and getting up and not quite sure if you're leaving a big red mark on on the yeah. chair. And how do we deal with that? How do we normalize it as women and to sort of taking back uh, the power of, of you know what we do every 28 days? Well, I'd say, first of all, if you're leaking out the chairs, you need to see your doctor because that makes your period too heavy. Um, but so or you I weren't prepared. Talking, <laughs> or you weren't prepared. Well, that's true, too. Um, so I would say that talking about it, hey, are you, you know, don't have any hesitation to say it in front of mixed company. Talk about it just like you would talk about, like, hey, do you have a headache? Hey, like, you know buy the book blood and put it out on your on your dining room table on your kitchen table on your bookshelf so people can see it i mean i think it's so revolutionary that people can walk into bookstores and see a book about the menstrual cycle on display i you know i just can't imagine that happening 15 years ago so just talking about it the fact that we're even on a morning show tell people hey look i heard this on the radio today we should be talking about this more you're right, and I talk about uh, menopause every chance I get. <laughs> and it doesn't have to be on the radio, I assure you. Right, and exactly. I, I have a book on menopause, too, just so oh, people know. Oh, I know, and I have your vagina Bible in my car, and I do take it, and I take it, and I read it when I have some downtime. Uh, my my daughter isn't a big fan of me bringing it out at dance competitions, but uh, it certainly sparks a conversation, and I really appreciate that. And, of course, you can catch uh, Dr. Jen Gunter on Twitter, on Instagram, on I love your TikToks as well, so I appreciate uh, you um, you telling the story. Oh, my pleasure. I'm happy to be out there swinging my bat so people can have more information. And it's not an easy row for her sometimes. Yeah, it's, no it's, doubt. She gets a lot of backlash. I see it. And so uh, thanks for uh, keeping up the good fight. Uh, Dr. Jen Gunter, she's a... She's a doctor, obviously, and uh, she is the author of Blood, the Science, the Medicine, and Mythology of Menstruation. 